Sequel Quest, Episode 16, a sequel chat movie review of Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Welcome to Sequel Quest, P.O.D., the podcast that dares to dive into the cinematic realms of infinite possibility. With your intrepid hosts, Jeff, Justin, Jeremy, and Adam, let the adventure begin now! And welcome back to this week's Sequel Quest Sequel Chat. In studio, we have Adam. Hey, hey, everybody. And a special guest, Colton. Hey, hey, how you doing, Ella? This week, if you've not seen the movie, then you should stop now because we are going to be very spoilerific, deep into spoilers. How much more could I say it? Stop, pause, go watch the movie, then come back. Unless you're the kind of person who wants to know everything ahead of time and then criticize it while you're watching the film. You want to know what to criticize ahead of time. I've had a lot of college professors like that. <laughs> they, they do. Those people do exist. My heart goes out to you. And we're happy to have you listening. We do not discriminate. Whatever your reason for listening. But just remember to come back is all we're asking. Yes. I am one of those people that I wanted to know everything beforehand. So there were reviews that came out beforehand that I listened to on podcast or read just to kind of get a feel for what I was going to see. And their reviews left me so with mixed feelings about it that I was like, I have to see this. Having seen it, I need to go see it again. Hmm. Now, I, I stayed spoiler free for this. Like, I literally, like, anything to do with the movie, like, I watched, you know, the two trailers and that was it. And, and the only other spoilers I got were from Jeremy during the course of previous <laughs> episodes. I was like, what? Zod is back as Doomsday? What? I can't believe it. Okay, you know? if, to be fair, a lot of that had been leaked a long time <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I that's mean, what I'm saying. I just, I Michael was Shannon, accidentally, the actor, accidentally gave away details. Oh, really? In some yes. Interviews, so <laughs> don't feel too bad. All right. Well, and if you haven't guessed by now, this is a sequel chat review of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. All right, up front. What do you guys give this on a 1 to 10 scale? So I, we can base the rest of this chat I, I around would, that. I would give it an even 7. An even 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that I, I'm in the 7 to 8 category, but I lean more towards the 7 as well. Well, I'm going to split the difference. I'm a solid 7.5. <laughs> Fair enough. In talks with a lot of other people about this movie, I've, I've discussed it thoroughly today with everybody that I know that's seen it. And they all came up and they were like, so what did you think of the movie? I got messages. I, I had somebody message me last night as I walked into the theater and they were like, I want you to text me your thoughts as you're watching the movie. I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah, do Come not on, be that guy, dude. please. <laughs> I'm like, I'll let you know and we'll chat about they it. They wanted like, you to live tweet it by text message? Yes. <laughs> That's, That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. You got to sit like, at the very top of the theater for that Right. One. You got to sit yeah. way up there and then make sure to have the screen level all the way down. No, let, but on the bright side, you had 160 characters instead of 100. <laughs> True. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask this because uh, I'm just curious to know, going into it, were you actually excited? Spoiler free or not, based on the research, Jeremy, you said you were unsure. Like you were just so curious because of what you had read. But what about our special guest? When you, when you were hearing about the film, when you were getting close to seeing the film, were you excited? Where were you at? 
Oh, uh, I'm the type of guy who tries to check his excitement at the door because I do not want to be a brain dead fanboy who is just like, oh, the Phantom Menace was the greatest thing ever. You know, <laughs> uh, you know so I tried to be careful about that, but to be brutally honest, I've been waiting for this film for nearly 20 years. Wow. Uh, when, I, uh, when I was a little kid, I watched uh, the new Batman Superman adventures on Kids WB, and I'll never forget the episode when they met for the very first time. Yeah. It was a three-parter. Mm-hmm. You know it's serious when it's three parts. It was called <laughs> yeah. World's Finest. And, you know, Batman goes to visit Metropolis. Uh, Superman does not like his way of dealing with crime, and without missing a beat, Batman just grabs Superman by the wrist and throws him across the room. <laughs> the look on, and ever since that moment, I was just like, oh man, I want to see this live action. Whether it's Michael Keaton and Christopher Reeve or whatever, it was 97, so I guess Christopher Reeve couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I stepped in <laughs> something there, but but you know what I mean. I always wanted to see it. Sorry for that little uh, memory lane there. but uh, Yeah, it, it, I'll, I'll hey, say about that too, by the we way. We all that, go down memory lane yeah. on this show, don't worry. The, but, the Batman Superman Animated yeah. Adventures crossover movie, I remember seeing that. The only part I remember about that was Harley Quinn fighting Lex Luthor's... Uh, uh, Mercy Graves. Yeah, Mercy Graves yeah. is fighting her, his bodyguard or whatever. That, just in the background. They were just like I was like, all right, cat five. Yeah, it was great. It was hilarious. But um, the, the other thing I'll just say, too, is my first... One of my first comics I ever bought... Actually, my first DC comic I ever bought was World's Finest. And it, 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 was, it, was, it was released in like the early 90s, so it wasn't like the old school stuff from the 30s. But it was a Batman-Superman team-up, you know, so I yeah. was uh, in there. Again, it was Joker, Lex Luthor, and uh, the I old still school, have it. Yeah, the old school world's finest had Robin go along on Batman and Superman's adventures. Yeah. That's how old school <laughs> it was. So, but uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I, was, I was anticipating it, but I think I just was saying, okay, I know when they're releasing this, it's coming out in March. <laughs> That means they don't have a lot of confidence in it, or they just want to conquer the box office because nothing else is going to be out. Um, I just I applaud them for making the leap and making that the film. Like that's the most exciting part about it for me: the concept and the execution. Obviously, is what we're going to talk about tonight. Okay, originally with that, it was planned for the same date as Captain America: Civil War. Oh. The original plan was July 2015. We were actually supposed to have this a long time ago. Yes. They moved it to May of 2016 to the exact same day as Cap 3, and Kevin Feige over at Marvel said, we're not moving. Right. So it was a stare down, <laughs> a game of chicken, yeah. and Warner Brothers flinched and moved it to March. Yeah, they, they wanted to have at least a month of just owning the box office. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's a little game of cat and mouse <laughs> and that's the good old marvel dc rivalry going on it's a friendly rivalry though oh it e- is each one wants the other to succeed because the rising tide lifts all boats all boats yeah. exactly now i will say the one thing i i went i went to a 9 a.m showing with my teenage nieces um so it was it was a very different experience jeremy and i were originally gonna go but i just i'm not the night owl that he is i couldn't hit up the 11 p.m show but you, um, you got kids at home that's right but i uh i i went the day before to get my tickets and people had already seen it you know it was on a friday and i just saw like you know families and everybody just walking out and people were like zombies they were just in a daze nobody was excited nobody was like oh did you see that wasn't that cool when they happened it was just everybody was just like shuffling along and i knew they were coming out of batman superman i was like there's no other movie they were seeing but it was so i was like oh i don't i don't know what i'm thinking about this then, you know, I'll just I'll give you my teenage niece's review right up front <laughs> as we walked out. First niece was like, oh, that was cool because it was a Batman movie. She's like, so yeah. she was all about Batman. And then my other niece was Superman was hot. 
So she, <laughs> so she was totally, you know, uh, all about Henry Cavill. All right, Major Ferris. <laughs> and then I asked them, I said, compared to Marvel movies, what did you think about it? And they're like, well, there's a lot more Marvel movies. So, But I said, but this, did this one make you want to go see the future DC films? And they said, yeah, there was a lot of unanswered questions. We want to find out what they're talking about and all these different you know, points of the film, the stuff they're setting up. And then it, my one niece said, it made me question Iron Man. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, well, Iron Man's my favorite superhero. And now I'm starting to think this might be better. I was like, oh, interesting. She so, should hold on to that for about a month and a half. Yeah, and wait and see. Because she did follow that up with, but I want to see that Captain America movie first. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Civil War will be a great reference. Point. That'll definitely yeah. make you question Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean... Let's, why don't we just get into this? Because it's obviously almost three-hour movie. There's plenty to talk about. Two forty. Yeah, I think two, it was two hours forty minutes. Uh, two twenty-seven th- is what I saw. Kept popping up. Okay, was it yeah. was that okay. with credits somehow? No, I think that was, was before credits. Okay, probably. Yeah, but um, but I, yeah, I'm just I I I guess I'm just curious to know when you guys walked out of the theater, what was your first reaction? Was it excitement were you happy were you just like okay whatever my number one word was overwhelmed just there was uh, so much information to take in the the plot the narrative was all very densely layered uh some of it was very conducive to the narrative and some stuff happened that kind of took me out of the movie a little bit yes yeah let's just talk about that right now they're they're trying to world build in this film it's very clear that this is Look, we're not trying to give you a Batman or a Superman film or whatever. We're going to throw a bunch of stuff at you, mm-hmm. and then you take whichever part you like and get ready for the other films to come. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of what they've said in interviews in defense of this movie so far. <laughs> you've had all the actors come out. You've had the director come out. And they've all been like, well, Justice League is taking a different tone. And there's a lot of world building set up in this movie. My biggest critic on this movie is the editing and pacing yeah really really difficult to stay in the film (sighs) to stay in the story especially the stuff again that they're introducing new characters very sloppy like oh let's just drop a scene of bruce wayne or wonder woman looking at files on computers of video footage of the flash of video footage of cyborg and that will tell you what you need to know about and not these characters. just that but when that scene was put in it was yeah. put in right as they were getting ready to go fight exactly. batman suddenly goes yeah. and takes a break to send an email to wonder woman that looks like the kind of joke you'd see on college humor yeah not in the <laughs> yeah. actual serious movie uh, yeah i mean he's like he's just got like all these weights on chains and he's just like so intense that and now he's in front of his computer watching a video. Yeah. Or looking at a picture of Wonder Woman. I don't know if you yeah. guys would agree, but I felt like that entire thing could have been served better as a post credit scene. Absolutely. I mean, mm. Marvel has trained us for that, and I think there's a reason for it. Because if you add too much, like Marvel puts stuff in, but they put it in subtly. They generally are not like. It's, it's basically you out. a yeah. name drop. Yeah. Much yeah. like Doctor Strange was dropped in Winter Soldier that by Stephen Strange. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to say he's a sorcerer or anything. It's Dr. Stephen Strange. And it was perfect because it was actually relevant to the conversation they were having. It was right. not an, an ear sore at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't have to shove it in there. Now, and the other part of it, so there's, there's the stuff that's literally happening as part of this, 
detective story, sort of, that, that, that they've dropped in the middle of it. You know, there's kind of a spy thing going on with Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. They're, they're both after secrets that Lex Luthor has, and they're infiltrating mm-hmm. his event, and they're, they're getting it and doing, you know, whatever they're doing. They're kind of dueling spies. But then we get dream sequences, and that was really jarring. Sadly, talk about that. they didn't give me enough of a reason why Batman, of all the characters, would be having these visions. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that was a boom tube vision with the Flash. Flash. Well, well, let's talk about this because this was like this was a three tier vision. It was it was totally like this is totally WB Inception. Yeah, like that, that's Brothers. what you're getting. And so first, Batman just again out of nowhere, you're in a I, when I saw this this snippet in the trailer, I thought all the stuff that happened in Africa where Superman goes and he saves Lois Lane that basically yeah. is the opening of the film, I thought Batman was going to show up with his goggles and his trench coat, which <laughs> is ridiculous but awesome. It is yeah. just a cool yeah. look. So good job on that, Zack Snyder. But, but I, I did not understand. So now all of a sudden... There's all these same type of soldiers, but they have Superman patches on their arms. So that gives you a way to direct. Wait, wait. Okay, they work for Superman. They're a Superman kill squad. And then what happens? Batman shows up. He's supposedly getting the kryptonite from them, right? He, he apparently set up a drop. You know, hey, yeah. you, you guys yeah. got the kryptonite for me. They turn on him. And then all of a sudden, he's going to be, you know, he's fighting them. And he's fighting them. There are parademons. Yeah. <laughs> just so we're clear, those are like Dark Side's minions. Those from are Dark Side's yeah. parademons. And wasn't it the Dark Side logo that he sees when he first walks the up Omega on the hillside? Symbol. The Omega yeah. symbol. Yeah. And, then, and then all of a sudden he's underground and he's face to face with evil Superman. Who like everybody bows to him. That's what you saw in the trailer. He yeah. comes walking down and basically Superman is full on like evil. Like ready, you know, yeah. going to kill him. And then you know, rips off his cowl and all that. So we get all of that. Then he wakes up, just just as Superman reaches into his heart, probably is ripping yeah. out his heart, Indiana Jones style. I knew it. That's the first thing. I <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he wakes up. Oh, oh she bolt. Yeah. Bruce Wayne wakes up at his command control center, and he's like, "Oh, oh, it's just a dream." And you're like, "Oh, really? Okay, that was a dream sequence. Yeah. All right. Again, like you said, why is Bruce Wayne having visions? That is. And so then sp- there's an explosion, mm-hmm. and the Flash is there in front of him, reaching out from a time in the future. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, you told you told me about this a couple weeks ago that 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 was how the Flash was going to appear. Yes. But if I had not heard that from you, I would have had zero idea that that was supposed to be the Flash. It was yeah. a guy in armor, and the faceplate opened up. Yeah, there and was too much visually going on yeah. that didn't give you enough of the suit. I yeah. mean, if they'd have toned down the highlights on that, the brightness, mm-hmm. and given a little more clarity to just the Flash, you'd have seen more of the red and the gold, and it would have it would have instantly sparked. Yeah. Oh, this is supposed to be the Flash, mm-hmm. or at least a better. Uh, clearer picture. Did you of guys him. have an easy time understanding what he was saying. Yeah, he said you were. Yeah, I totally got it. That's what was. He's like, you were right. You've you, been right the you, whole time. Yeah, you need to stop him. You know, basically, right? That's what he was saying. I, I had to, a really need to stop this from happening. Maybe I was so distracted by the eyesore <laughs> of his appearance. Yeah, yeah. I just had a hard time. Now he what did he was say, she is the key. Lois Lane is the key. Right. Yeah, I heard that part. Now. Yeah. 
Have you guys played Injustice? Yes, no, that's I what I s- wanted to bring up. Okay, I saw yes. the trailer, but I have not seen the, the it's play a, the It's game. a fun game when Injustice, you play through it. Injustice, Gods Among Us. Yeah, it's like Mortal cool. Kombat it's with from the DC same creators. characters. Yeah. Yet there's a whole there's all these these character like uh, cut scenes, right? Is that, yeah, you know, it's a whole character backstory where. Lex Luthor is good. Superman is now evil. Well, like, Superman has gone evil because Lois Lane has been killed. Okay. Joker caught Joker, her in a dirty bomb in the middle right. of Metropolis. Okay. Joker kills Lois Lane. So <laughs> it's funny, the scene where yeah. Superman fries the Joker in the jail and then goes dark. Okay. And so essentially becomes like... The emperor and the only way I can protect the world is if I'm ruling it with strength. Exactly. All those guys with the patches on their shoulders that you saw—that's directly from Injustice. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So they really like there's, were doing it. So they've got the Injustice reference. comic yeah. line also, and there's another comic line that was mentioned that I, in reference to this was the Legacy ah. Superman Legacy. Hmm. Okay. It's another one kind of where he takes over and reigns over the world. And it all kind of lays out in this same manner. Now, I will say that this is when, because again, we said this is three tiers. After the Flash vision, then Bruce Wayne wakes up again, and there's a few pages flying, which he could have knocked off with his hand, you know, like to make him fly. So there's some doubt that any of that really occurred. And that was actually my first thought was... Bruce Wayne is so obsessed with Superman being evil, his psyche, his subconscious, is justifying it for him in visions. That's what I thought they were trying to tell us. Not that this all was really a vision of the future. That was all part of my confusion. I wondered, did he dream it? Is it an actual vision? Uh, was the Flash coming from the future? Was he coming from another dimension? Yeah. Because Injustice deals with alternate dimensions. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So I wondered if that was in play at all. Yeah. Now, so so those, you know, and, and let's let's cap off the visions and also the the world building with um, the videos we saw of Cyborg and the videos we saw of the Flash. Now, the, again, it was odd for me to see the Flash in a vision and then also see him in uh, convenience store video footage stopping a crime where he's getting milk out of the <laughs> out of the fridge and a guy, you know, holds up a cashier and then there's just kind of a blur and the, and the robber is disarmed and, but the guy who was getting the milk is still on the other screen just barely yeah. glitching. Um, I guess I just... It, it gave me an essence of, okay, so the Flash character when we get that movie is going to be a slacker of some sort. Because he, he was so weird looking to me. I was not expecting who he was when he was in the vision. Okay, and that's he, just Ezra Miller, okay. I yeah. don't know who that is. But <laughs> I had no idea, but that's, once I did some research, that's that's his look. Okay. Yeah. So he's just a, he's just a, a schlubby, sl- slacker kind of guy. Yeah, just kind of. Not, not heroic looking, which is not a bad thing. I mean, it's a different take. So it kind of got me interested, but it was yeah, very off-putting at first. They've changed up his look since they filmed that. Oh, really? And he's looking a lot more like Barry Allen should. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, the cyborg you know, scene was pretty cool. That was gruesome. Yeah. Yeah. So basically he's chained up on that board. He's a dead, like, just piece of well, a body. <laughs> only partial torso. Yeah. And obviously that's his dad, if you know the comic yeah. story, right? So his dad's trying all these tests to save him. Nothing's working. And then something. He has some, like, was, interdimensional was, Okay, box. was that a mother box? It was weird. I, it was just a black cube that then yeah, like broke it, apart into it pixels. It looked like the uh, cosmic cube from Transformers. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And then it assimilates on his body, and he's screaming, and then the video footage cuts out again. But Cyborg, he's is he getting his own movie? Is yeah, that... he's getting his own movie down okay. the road. Yeah. That's cool. And who's playing him? 
Uh, he is Ray a, Fisher. Yeah, Broadway actor. He's oh, got okay. I feel like I've heard that name. So, okay, that's cool. Uh, but but yeah, so like that. Those were I was just like, hmm. And then I guess we could just talk a little we, bit about. We did get a look at Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's for, I totally forgot to Jason mention Aquaman. Momoa. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was kind of goofy to me. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was cool yeah. to see the green eyes out of the blackness of yeah. inside that ship. But then I was like, when he came out, it was just so awkward him like floating there and like and looking at the camera. And I, I don't and, know. and the quality of the footage. Yeah, I was like, for you know, found footage that's kind of well for an under too, the sea. Yeah, ex- that exploration. Yeah. Like. I don't know. Yeah, and again, I don't know Jason Momoa how much he's gonna give us. Like <laughs> something. Uh, uh, I didn't we'll even bother see. to see Conan. Reboot, yeah, so. I didn't either. While, while we're on the topic of Aquaman, we're going to be jumping all over the place, people. If you've seen the movie, you've seen the movie. You know what we're talking about. But the one scene I I didn't I thought Aquaman was going to be in the actual movie. Like I know I was told again by Jeremy he's just going to have a little bit of <laughs> yeah. uh, footage in a scene. But I was thinking that whole part where Lois Lane has the kryptonite spear. And she throws yeah. it down in the water. I thought yeah. the same thing. I totally thought he was going to come up and save Superman after he goes down after it. And then Aquaman was going to be there. And he was going to show up at the last uh, minute and yeah. drive the spear to Doomsday. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> why, why put water there if you're going to give us nothing? Unless it's a reference to Superman 1 where there was the crypt. You know, he was in the water with the kryptonite necklace. But I, I don't know if that's what uh, Zack Snyder was going for. I... Thought that was just a plot contrivance to make sure Lois Lane was around, <laughs> which was really weird too. She throws it away. That oh, we need it. Well, now. first off, Batman throws it away. Yeah, and it's like, hmm, maybe I should put this away somewhere or keep this around. This right. beast is coming out of a kryptonite ship, a Kryptonian <laughs> ship. Hmm, maybe I could use something. From Krypton. All right. No, I, and I want to get to that moment because yeah. that's like a, the pivotal moment of the film. But let's kind of go back to the beginning, too, because when I just think about where we're at at this film, they definitely, I mean, overall, they've definitely set this movie up as a Batman film. Batman is really our main character. Yeah, because this was originally supposed to be Man of Steel 2. Right. Yeah. Speaking of which, guys, make sure this is just a precursor to our Man of Steel 2 episode coming out later this week. So keep an eye once, out. Once we wrap editing on this show, yeah. we'll work on that show. Yeah. So <laughs> fingers crossed Let's, we can get some time to get it yeah, done and so out. Keep an eye out. But but I guess like so, you know, where you see Batman's origin retold yet again, uh, very stylistically. Well, I'm I'm fine with the stylistic intro mm-hmm. like that. That was necessary. Repeating it later in the movie, though, was it was two to five minutes worth of screen time. You could have put something else in. Yeah. And just so people know, that was basically a recreation of like Batman year one. It was a Frank Miller story. This how Frank Miller kind of told yeah. the, the yeah. death of of the Waynes um, in, in that. But then like we, you know, we go from, you know, Batman's origin to the Africa stuff right yeah so there's there's terrorists and there's there's a double cross and there's all that uh, lois lane has been kidnapped and or well she's going there she's infiltrated you know to to get a story now did you guys catch or maybe this came out later Mm -hmm. um this will be in an extended 
cut yes. of right. the Africa piece. Is I, it only? Is I it am only committed R-rated? to buying that. Is it, it, I am too. Because Zack Snyder's been talking about the R-rated cut. Is there going to be also just an extended? Well, no, cut? that is the extended cut. Okay. Because yeah, he just said it was more he, violent. He, he, uh, they, we all assume it's going to be R-rated because. Uh, because no, they've the, said it. More blood, whatever. Like they've it, said it. Just, it doesn't have been officially rated yet, has it? Uh, that, that's not what I mean. Necessarily. They're expecting it to be. They're just referring to it as the R rated. They, they, they just they yeah. just know right. it's going to have stuff that the Motion Picture Association of America is probably going to have issues with keeping it mm. PG thirteen. Okay. Right. That's what I'm thinking. But the Africa is going to be expanded. But there scene? will be an extended little clip of Africa. Like after he takes out the guy, that no, had, I believe probably before that's okay. going to set up who that CIA agent is. All right, because what I needed to know, this is the part that didn't make sense from that, because you know Lois gets held hostage, the, all the terrorists are shooting each other. This you know this dark whatever group, you know the their rogue group takes off, <clears throat> and the leader of the African terrorists is holding her hostage. Then Superman shows up, you know yeah. Sonic Boom. There's Superman. And basically, you know, Lois puts her hands down so that he could just take that guy out through a wall, which seems to be his thing. Go full speed, push people out through yeah. walls. But then they don't show you what happened. Then they take you to the U.N., right? And there's this African lady giving testimony about. Oh, it wasn't even in the U.N. What it was, was in it? the U.S. Oh, OK. I guess you're right. It, yeah, was, so uh, it looked like it was on Capitol Hill. Yeah, it was a Capitol Hill subcommittee about Superman. And trying to figure out more or less how to rein him in or if he needs reined in. But was her testimony saying, what I took from her was he came, we heard a sonic boom, and then the government turned on us and started killing everybody. So they're saying because Superman showed up in their country, the government started killing its citizens and that's why he's a threat? Uh, I didn't understand what happened in Africa. I didn't get that out of it. So I was like, he took out one guy. Why did that create an international incident? Well, I I think she's someone who is bought and paid for by Lex. Luther. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I because I was just like listening to that. I'm like, but you would think they would have given us news footage. They would have shown something like Superman. You did bad instead of oh Superman, you saved your girlfriend from one bad guy. Well, which is funny that the only testimony they'd have from that that's viable would be Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. She's the only one living that made it out of that. Because her photographer, also from the Daily Planet, who they were not going to explore further, was Jimmy Olsen. Oh, really? Yes. So he was officially Jimmy Olsen. Probably yes. called James Olsen. Agent yeah. James Olsen. No, not the one <laughs> from Supergirl. Uh. <laughs> so, but, so, yeah. So, so all of that. And the whole question throughout this film, again, is Superman bad for the world, essentially? Is he a danger to the world? I felt like this film was very pro-yes. <laughs> Man is good. Alien people try to protect us, not good. Like, I felt like they just were basically pushing that, and all of Superman's scenes of, like, character-building scenes with Superman did nothing to make us think otherwise. They're like, oh, he's selfish, and he's not remorseful for any destruction he's caused. Like, Uh. would you agree that first scene when he walks, he comes in, Lois is in the tub? (laughs) Oh, Amy Adams in the tub, okay. And he shows up, and she's like, I want you to acknowledge that people died, basically. He's like, look, I was saving the woman I loved. Basically saying, it doesn't matter who dies, as long as I save the people I love, you and my mom. I can save you guys, and I'll let, collateral damage doesn't matter. But at the same time, that's, yes, that's setting up that but also laying the seeds for the Batman visions. Because he's right. essentially saying, 
I would do anything and let people die or kill people to save you. Yeah. And by extension, my mother. Which is pretty, it's pretty terrible. Don't you think for the Superman character? It's, it was the same in Man of Steel, essentially. I mean, like, the, again, he doesn't, uh, yes. he doesn't have that moral center yet that he was supposed to have gotten from uh, his Well, dad. I believe he found it by the end. Well, he I, found something in the center. <laughs> but but I'm saying like yeah. I'm just saying yeah I mean yeah at the end I'm of sorry, this I'm movie I'm just thinking of him snapping General Zod's neck yeah I'm just like <laughs> found it yeah like like I, I, like they have not given us a heroic character he's very self centered he's very much like whatever matters to me whatever I'm going through and I wish like I think we're still supposed to think he's a hero because he's helped a couple people in montage. You know, yeah. he, he did stop the world destruction. Yes. By the crypt evading Kryptonians. But uh, I don't know. He's, he's, he's not done anything overly heroic for me yet in these films. Hmm. Well, and, uh, how to put it? He hasn't pushed back all that water escaping from the Hoover Dam. See? You know? There. There you go. Yeah. Well, like to, to me, for like in the, in the Superman films, I just I always go back to Christopher Reeve and Superman 2 going, no. The people! Like, it's terrible. It was a terrible line reading, but it showed you that Superman cared. And he has not shown us that he cares about... I mean, he sort of has. He's like, you know, when he was a kid, was I supposed to let them die? His dad says maybe. The I don't know. The reason he had to kill General Zod was because he was going to fry that poor family. Yeah. You know, that, he, that he didn't know at all. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's, it's very shady for me, Superman, yeah. still. Yeah. It's not cut and dry, and maybe that's mm-hmm. what they want us, t- really, to believe. Uh, executive producer Christopher Nolan yeah. might have something <laughs> to do with it. So, but yeah, so there, that's Superman. Like, I feel like we don't get much more from him in this movie. He's ver- he's almost barely in it from a, I have a scene where I tell you what I'm feeling and show you what I'm going through scenario. He's more like a, the topic of discussion. He's more like the person acting that everybody else is reacting to. Yeah. Um, but Batman, we're, we're, Batfleck? Are we happy with Ben? I'm not ready to say he's our greatest Batman ever, but I gotta say that's not off the table if he was to have more outings. Yeah. I felt that he did bring it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on board with Batfleck. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. This oh it was very Arkham from the Arkham games. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Like Are the, you br- the brutality of okay. Batman mm-hmm. is very Arkham. Um, the whole series, you go into a room and you have 20 or 30 bad guys that you just jump from item to item. The grapple hook, <laughs> grappling the one guy, throwing him, and then hooking the box and throwing the box into two guys. That was just, it sent us over the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty Curtis awesome. came with me to the theater last mm-hmm. night. He'd seen it twice already. Wow. He was like, I want to see it five times by (laughs) next weekend. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So this was good. He was like, yes. What was your favorite part? When he throws the box. (laughs) Because that's something everybody's done in the game is essentially what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very Batman move. Environmental takedown. Yeah. Now, obviously, like for me, like I, I love the comics. And so... Uh, you know, I, I've said this before, but, you know, there's no hidden, you know, truth about this that Zack Snyder has said, you know, Dark Knight Returns influenced Ben Affleck's Batman costume and the well, look. And he's older. And he's got gray hair in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we get scenes Batman with a rifle, you know, in a sniper position. You know, it turns out he's not killing anybody. He's just shooting a tracker, which I thought was a good yeah. little yeah. flip around because I was like, oh, uh, but. 
Um, but I, I just thought he really did a great job just embodying Bruce Wayne also as the obsessive. I thought he was going to have some moments where he was like too Affleck for the room. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't like him at Daredevil because he always had this weird grimace, this weird smile that kept coming in. I think he was supposed to be trying yeah. to be angry or intense, but it always looked like he was doing an awkward smile. And he didn't do that in this film. He played it straight you know yeah um, i i don't want to bring up that movie <laughs> the director's cut is way it is better. it's actually really cool way really? better you get you get a whole coolio is so, in it yeah and that doesn't hurt it <laughs> i was a big fan of that so actually. fox is the one to blame on Absolutely. That. Well, actually fox they it cost them extra money that they didn't have to spend to get the director's cut out there they did it to be benevolent oh yeah. But well, yeah. <laughs> benevolent yeah <laughs> but, but yeah but I, I think he did a great job and as batman again he you know the voice modulation, very cool. He didn't have to go all Christian Bale, right? Right. So they, they used Which, the voice modulation. it's 2016. I mean, they do that on the TV shows. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not that difficult to do voice modulation on Yeah, that. Yeah, and it totally makes sense that that would be part of his arsenal, you know, to hide his identity. Right. Um, but, like, and I thought the only thing that I felt like... Um, I, I don't know, like, I, I like the dynamic with him and Alfred and all of that, but it really did... It felt like... I didn't know where he was at in his journey being Batman because we see him so much as Bruce Wayne before. Yeah. And then when he becomes Batman and then we see like him, you know, uh, branding people, you know, the cops are going through this house and, you know, he's, he's, uh, att- you know, attacking a criminal and all of that. I just, I was like, is this like his first time as Batman? Like how long has he been around? Like it seems. Well, they state in there that they've been at it for 20 years. Yeah, eventually they tell us. And so, but at the beginning I was, I I didn't know what to think. And and I was under the impression the branding was a pretty new thing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Basically giving. Well, because Alfred calls him out on it. (laughs) The impression we get is he's just so terrified of how different the world is since Superman showed up that he's basically taking it out on the criminals he catches. And at the same token, I could see where his frustration and emotion would kind of take over at this point mm-hmm. because he thinks he's the only one that can come up with a way to stop Superman if he goes rogue. And it's just uh, it's just overtaken him. That's his whole concentration is focused on this. And I mean his his job as Batman kind of it's it's one in the same with being Bruce Wayne. If he's got to do things as Bruce, he's got to do it as Bruce. But he's going to get it done. And by the end of this movie, I think he refound his humanity. Yes. Now, the way he did that, I question. So how I w- quickly he yeah, found his humanity. Exactly. He found it in Superman's sacrifice, not really his own sacrifice. Yeah. Oh no. Well, but before oh. that, see, that's the thing. So so we get we get you know. Again, we, we know that Lex Luthor is in the middle of all of this. He's the one who is supposedly pitting Batman and Superman against He's each other. He's kind of orchestrating this. Right. So Luthor, but Luthor, I'm understanding, he wants Superman dead also, right? Because his whole thing is you can't be good and be powerful. Uh, right. You know, so, or be all powerful. So he is, because he apparently had an abusive father, it sounds like. And so he Yeah, he's definitely got some powerful. daddy issues. Yeah. So he wants Superman dead. That's why he wants the kryptonite. Now, my question was, did he always intend for Batman to be the one to break in, steal the kryptonite, and then kill Superman for him? Or did he feel like he was going to do it with it? Like, that that was the thing I didn't get. Like, was the orchestration just, you know, okay, now I'll pit them against each other I th- after I the fact? I think it was 
one way or another, we are going to do this. Okay. If I can get Batman on my side to do it, then we'll do it. Mm-hmm. But so, so now, again, Jesse Eisenberg, I think he did a good job. Again, he was quirky. Okay. A, a, but a little, a little overly so. Yeah. He was Lex Luthor mixed with the Riddler. Yeah. Hey, okay. And I have to say this. My niece, that was, yes. that was what she asked me tonight. She was like, was, was Lex Luthor also supposed to be the Riddler? I was like, wait, <laughs> what? I didn't see that at all. She's like, yeah, because he's so weird. There were the... some early storyboards where Riddler was supposed to be in this. Really? The Riddler and the Joker were both supposed to be in this. Really? Now, that was crazy. Jesse Eisenberg originally auditioned for the Riddler part. Oh. And it was after they'd sent everybody away afterward that they were like, Jesse, can you come back in? Would you like to play Lex Luthor? We kind of like the way you're, you're going about things, and with a few minor adjustments, we can make this into Lex Luthor. So I think they may go with this kind of crazy Riddler, uh, Lex Luthor, and then introduce us to a more uh, straightforward Riddler, more in line with the Arkham games. Interesting. Okay. So so you're saying so, like they saved the Riddler for later. So the Riddler yeah. will be less Jim Carrey, <laughs> whereas Lex Luthor is now more Jim Carrey. Okay. Because I, I will say I liked him as a villain. Like I thought he was like, you know, a, a movie is only as good as its villain. And I think he, he allowed the movie to be strong in what he did. Because, yes, he was a little too quirky. But I, I yep. still felt like he was menacing, and he really did bring, you know, in the final moment where Superman had to choose, yes, I'm going to fight Batman, he gave him a reason, for sure. Like, yeah. kidnapping his mom, showing him pictures of her <laughs> bound and gagged, and, you know, and all the other, and then... So, so but that's my question, is, there, you know, there's, there's also this moment where Superman finally goes to Capitol Hill, he goes there, you know, to... Uh, give his thoughts and uh, and share his his whatever his what his statement is going to be. Um, and there's an explosion. Luther hires a guy in a wheelchair who was affected by Superman's attack on who Metropolis. was an employee of Wayne Corp. That yeah, was hands down one of the best scenes in the movie. That was just so rife with tension. Yeah, are you talking about at Capitol Hill? The bottle that had the uh, peach tea in it. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? The, the grandma's peach tea. Yeah, that, well, that, that scene. I, I, d- I didn't think it, rattled me. it was going to lead to anything, though. Like I was like, why is she obsessing over this thing? She should go, oh, yeah, that's that thing I said to him. That guy's a jerk. Like I didn't, I didn't know why she would think by turning it slowly that was going to be the timing of the bomb going off. Like I, I know that's not what she was thinking, but to me, I was just like, she is really obsessing over this. Like it should have clicked second, for her. Instantly. I thought he did some type of mind control to her. It was so yeah, because everybody's the pause like, was so. Why yeah. are you stuttering? Why are you affected by this? She should have been like, he's a jerk, and he said this to me. That, that had been her attitude up to that point. Now she's well, afraid of Luther? No, there were a couple other things. She looked over to his seat, and it was empty. And then right. right. Thinking, What's she the started piecing things together. Okay. Yeah. That didn't connect for me very well then. Because I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, I know On Luther a second rewatching, you'll in. definitely. Yeah. Okay. And he, he they, makes sure to talk to her right outside, right, right, right before, before she goes in. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, but, but uh, it so didn't it, connect for me. But I could still feel like something's going down, and that that was enough for me. The tension that just came for me, knowing something was going down, even though I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah. Now yeah. at that moment, Bruce Wayne gets a packet in the mail, 
and he, it has uh, you know a letter that basically you know shows the Capitol exploding in the same moment he's watching it on TV, and it says, "You let your family die." Now we saw that in the trailer. Now he, it wasn't the Capitol in the photo. Oh, that was it? Wayne Manor oh. blowing up, I believe. Uh, okay. Because I just it looks so similar and, to the shot. And we did on see that screen. in the trailer, and everybody kind of pointed that towards like the Joker potentially mm-hmm. being yeah. involved. Well, that was my question, though. Do you the way why the why why right. did Bruce Wayne Because assu- I believe he was to assume that Superman sent that to him. Yes, like Superman was taunting him. No, actually, that was the latest one. Like, um, Bruce when he found out that. Because Bruce was the one that saved that guy in the street. Right. And and he got a series of checks back that he didn't know about until that, that yeah, moment. Like saying Bruce Wayne's set a fraud, up whatever. To yeah. pay this guy. Mm-hmm. But the guy kept rejecting the checks. Yes. And was living as a homeless guy on the street. Mm-hmm. Or in a ranshackle apartment, whatever. But nobody had passed these checks to Bruce. Because had they done so, he'd have sniffed out what was going on way sooner. That this guy was on the payroll with Lex right. Luthor. But what I'm saying is that last letter, you're saying, okay, it looks similar to the, what he wrote on the checks. So it was supposed to be from that guy? Yeah. Why did that then make him want to go after Superman more? Because is it just because Superman caused this guy to go crazy and blow up the Capitol building? So Superman's more of a threat than I thought? Because now he's causing normal people to do crazy uh, things. The, I thought the perception was that it was made to look like Superman. Yeah, the, the perception room. was made so right. that it was Superman who did it. Okay, but yeah, it just but they, but they were saying on the TV the bomber, the bomber did this and da 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 da. da. So like they did they did say on the news. They reports, came out on the news report yeah. shortly after and began retracting but a you're little saying bit. batman was yeah. already in pursuit of superman it, it was too point. late Pe- there was already a frenzy people were killing superman in effigy yeah okay you know, stuff like that that, yeah, that that part just didn't read that was well the for me i was i was just trying to be like who does he think this is from and why does he hate superman more because of it like it, it i i i knew there was a reason there were a couple reasons it could have been but i just there yeah. wasn't a concrete one by, for by that point bruce was already doing uh batman crossfit yeah. and getting <laughs> getting ready for this so they finally you know Batman, you know, gets his armor on. He shines the bat symbol up. Well, let's say this. Another jerk moment from Superman, I felt. <laughs> because they've been playing him off as Superman is a god all this time. And God's evil. Or yeah. God could turn on you. And he could kill us at any moment. What? How long is it going to be Burn until he does that? Down. Yeah. But then he shows up, you know. Superman shows up while Batman is in pursuit of the kryptonite. Yeah. Lex Luthor has gone into the country, stops his pursuit of the kryptonite, rips open the Batmobile, and basically says, the the Batman ends here. The bat is dead. The bat is dead. Bury it. Yes, but he's such like a, I don't know, like to me, again, he's... He's thinking, I am better than all of you. Essentially, he says, consider this mercy. That was the jerk line. Yeah. Like, I will totally kill you next time. So stop being Batman. And I was just like, why? I mean, the only justification he has to think Batman is doing anything different than him is that the criminals that get branded are getting killed by other prisoners in prison. Like, and what's Batman those, doing otherwise that's well, bad I mean, or worse shoot, than those, him? Those prisoners were doing some yes. mighty bad things. Exactly. Yeah. So why is Superman on their side? <laughs> like, he he is out there killing a lot of people in collateral damage, and he has no perception of what he's doing versus what Batman is doing and thinking that's wrong. He's like, I'm doing exactly the same thing. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I'm better than everybody. I'm Superman. <sighs> 
I uh, this is me just throwing a theory out there. I think Superman sees it as well. I'm not trying to hurt people. Batman really is trying to mm-hmm. hurt the criminals, and so I think he, th- in his mind, he might see a line there okay. when really there isn't much of one. Now the other part of it too is that, s- at least for what they've shown us, Superman does not pursue criminals. He saves people. Superman is always saving people. Yeah. He's never going after one particular villain or one particular criminal or a gang or whatever. He doesn't stop crime. He it's tries when to someone save cries lives. out for help. Yeah, which is interesting. You know, like that that that's a very you know, Batman's trying to make a difference. Superman's reactionary Batman is just getting out there and he's proactive. He's yeah, preparatory. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Batman finally challenges Superman, right? Throws the bat signal up in the sky like, hey, big middle finger to you. (laughs) It's like, bring it on, boy. Yeah. And so Superman, again, doesn't want to kill him because Lex Luthor kidnaps Lois Lane and then drops her off a building, which was pretty awesome. And then Superman shows up to save her after he had kind of basically already said, all right, I'm done with humanity. I'm not of this world. Yeah. It's not my job anymore. Let uh, me go to the top of the mountain and talk to a vision of my dad, They Kevin tried Coster. all of that on the Smallville show. Oh, really? Yeah. Within a few episodes, he was back at it again. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not falling for that. No. Like, that, that's almost a whole movie into itself. You know, like, Superman quits. You know, it's like Spider-Man 2. You know, yeah. trying to quit being Spider-Man. Well, and they're pretty much pulling off all the tropes from all the sequel movies yeah. of superheroes. All in one. Yeah, they just shove it all in there. Person dies, person gives <laughs> up, person whatever. It teams up with somebody. So, but yeah, so, anyway, so Superman has to go because he's either you have to kill Batman or you have to... I mean, what, what was really the other option? Like, find your mom and save her, basically? You could go do that? or you um, could, I'm trying to remember now. He says, you have bring me to the head of the bat or say you'll work for me? Like, did, did he basically say something about, like, you have to... Uh, I can't uh, remember. What was now. it? can't believe I'm blanking on that. Yeah. Well, Never this movie that. was, there was so, so dense. Much, there was so much yeah. taken. I remember at, in that moment, I was uh, having a hard time focusing because I was like, wait a second. How did he find out everybody's identities? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, how did... Uh, and, Forgive me if, if I missed this and you guys caught it. He as soon as Superman shows up to confront Batman, he's like, "Oh, Bruce!" And I'm like, "How did he find out he was Bruce? Did, did Lex give that?" Away? I, I think okay. it all has to do with just the files that Lex Luthor had that okay. Batman stole and Wonder yeah. Woman stole okay. from Batman. <laughs> but I think I, I mean, by now, really, Superman should have at least like went, "Okay, X-ray vision, you're Bruce. Got it." Oh, yeah, yeah. But, oh, nice. oh, you're saying, why they did, did Superman the series. Why, I, They should have put that in the movie. You know, that right. would have been a cool moment to have him look through the armor. Yeah. Well, and then even then, in the in one of the animated series, one of the shows, that was one of the things where Superman wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because he said, you wear a mask for a reason. I'm going to respect that. Uh, in, in that World's Finest episode I told you, though, he did... He, he looked and he went, Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne goes, and Batman goes, you peaked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't Conroy. have vigilantism in my town. You'll be rid of me as soon as which, I have the Joker. Which is <laughs> funny great. that like he picked uh, up. I, I think he had some inclination there because out of nowhere, Bruce Wayne shows up in Metropolis. At the same time, Batman's out running around, plus blowing he, up plus Metropolis. Plus he heard the earpiece. He overheard the earpiece. At the party, yeah. Like, there were enough clues for him to put together, which, it, is Batman slacking at this point, really? <laughs> like, Lex put it together, he put it together. Yeah. Uh. So, but, so Superman goes, this is, this is where, 
as much as like you want to say there should have been more character building, less action. I felt like the beginning of their fight, uh, the shift was way too quick for me. Like I, I wanted more action to justify what was going on because Superman shows up. Batman blasts him with sonic waves, right? That so, was pretty cool. Yeah. So Superman breaks those. Then he shoots him with high-caliber guns. So, you know, Superman kills the guns. And, you know, at that point, Superman's trying to say, hey, you stop. You have to listen to me. I have to tell you why I'm here. Don't try to kill me. And Batman's firing off. So after two attempts, then Superman's like, I'll oh, forget it. And then he's just going to fight him. Like, well, because he I, is I, on the clock. Yeah, I guess. Like, in reality, he's on the clock. Ten minutes or whatever. Like, he was, it was 30 minutes oh, at 30 that minutes. point. Oh, 30 minutes, right. You're right, yeah. So, so, yeah. so now they're, they're actually battling. He gets, you know, like, that. I thought, I just wanted a little bit more time for Superman to try. But I understand what you're saying. He was basically out of time. Superman was being, or Batman was being belligerent. So he's like, I just yeah. got to kill him. I'm going to have to kill him to, to save my mom. To be fair, that moment when he throws a punch at Batman and Batman blocks it, and that yeah. look oh. on his face, I was yeah. like, oh, snap. Well, that's that after the kryptonite grenade. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just, he just, it's like, wow, I've never been this powerless before. Holy shnike. Right. Yeah. No, that's what it made you realize. It's like Good Superman acting. is not a better fighter than anybody. He's not smarter than anybody. He, he just happens he just to be stronger. stronger. He's been fighting children all this He's time. He's got abilities. Batman has skills. Yeah. There's a difference. Which yeah. was awesome. And I loved, I did like seeing when Superman's powers would come back, like slowly, yeah. mm-hmm. like so that he's getting the upper hand, but not all the way, you know? And like, th- so that, that was a very good fight. And that's where I say the whole question we've had, Superman versus Batman, who will win? Batman won. Batman won totally. that fight. Totally. Dark Knight Returns style. Yeah. Took, totally he had him dead comic. to rights. Yeah. So just, you know, as many kryptonite, you know, grenades as he could get into him. And then, you know, basically had him down, was ready to just drag him around. I mean, he was, he was and, a, and you know ready what? for Good the on kill. them for actually doing that. I, mm-hmm. I Part of me was afraid they'd try and pull a Freddy versus Jason where it's just kind of a draw at the end. Yeah. And yeah, at yeah, the yeah. camera and both sides won and lost at the same time. And, no. and here's where the they plot let it be con- definitive. The plot contrivances for me just go over the top. Like Lois shows up and she's like, I need a helicopter. Perry. For Perry. Perry White. Give Perry's, me a helicopter. Perry's like, no, drive, get a taxi. <laughs> no. Is this for a story? It's not for a story. And he's just like, oh, does he like figure out? Oh, yeah. Clark is super. That's ah. absolutely what was happening there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, the, the, without a doubt, which was cool. Yeah, Get her a chopper. Yeah, what are which, on the roof. Lois, which is also that that helps with the the obituary for Clark yeah. at the end. Yeah. The and that was buried. So, yeah. But, but this. So I, the fight was very cool. I enjoyed it. I think they gave us a satisfying Batman versus Superman showdown. But the way it ends is wrong. <laughs> it it is, makes no sense. This is, okay, you know, Superman finally says, they're going to kill Martha. Again, like Batman. No, they're going to kill her. And then he's like, he kind of pauses, and then he says, Martha. Yeah. And that snaps Batman out of, I'm going to kill you mode into, what are you saying? My mother's name. My mom's name is Martha. Your mom's name is Martha? Hey, we should be friends. He doesn't even put that together. It's <laughs> Lois that has to piece it together That's for true. him. Yeah, eventually. He's just so over overwrought with emotion of hearing his mother's name ever. And this is why they, oh, they should have just had more dialogue yes, or something absolutely. here rather than going back to that slow music 
freeze frame yes. intro of his parents dying again. It's like we got it the first time. Yeah. We got it from and Gotham. For, and for we an got it from story? every Batman movie. We know they die. Yeah. Uh, I just like that they got the origin story wrapped up before the credits finished rolling. Right. Yeah. Very stylish and very quick. To bring it back again was a little redundant. Other than that little flashback again, I felt that the, it wasn't telegraphed too much. The common ground they had. Well, but, but it shouldn't be. That that, that yeah. shouldn't be common ground. Our mothers have a same name. Like, I understand, again, he's affected by remembering his mother. Yeah. But there should have been more conversation after that. Like, look, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I will help you this time or whatever, but then I'm going to kill you. Something, you know what I'm saying? Like, why did that change? This was the moment. Batman's this right here yeah. was the moment they should have had that line from The Dark Knight Returns. I want you to remember, Clark. In all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. And then be done with it. Back off, make out your plan, whatever you gotta do, I'm gonna go get Martha, you... you Ah, oh, that stupid flashback. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, to me, like it, the flashback didn't interrupt anything I didn't already think was stupid. So, like to me, I'm just like to me, like it literally was like two kids on the playground. It's like your name's Jeremy, my name's Jeremy. We're friends now. Like th- again, I know that's not exactly <sighs> what was happening, but that's how it felt the, to me. The way it was interpreted to me was, oh my gosh, he has a little more humanity than I thought. He's got a mother. You know, I, I know it might mm-hmm. seem a little bit goofy the coincidence that they're both named Martha, but. It just it just strikes a chord. Oh my gosh! Yeah. He's got a mother named Martha. Yeah, you know how important mommy is. You know what I mean? Okay. So it it didn't bother me that way. It just it bothered me that they didn't really have like you said they talked about it a little more. Like oh my gosh, you're you're not quite who I thought you were. Yeah. You know? All that scene needed was humanity. You needed Batman to do his speech. Mm-hmm. His I'm gonna take you out. This the one guy. Yeah, and we're then, not done. Yeah. And then he says they're gonna kill her. Save Martha, and then just have Batman do a a five second blink back to the grave site mm-hmm. and read Martha Wayne and then snap back to reality and go, wait, your mother is named Martha, my mother. And then have the discussion, like yeah. have a legit shot. And that's when you can have Lois Lane be there to help out or say, yeah. here, Lois, hold this step back. We're going to discuss this. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say that everything after that, the rest of the movie is then awesome. Like, I'm glad they team up at that point because the action we get is very cool. So now, again, I think it seems to be a waste to throw Doomsday into this movie. Uh, because that that should be a whole movie unto itself. That once is a the universe that is should be established saved for a later shot. Yeah. This is very early. Get all the Justice League. Well, movies, and I'm sure we'll done. see him again. Yeah. So, but maybe so. But we get this. You know, Luther cr- takes Zod. He gets access to all the Kryptonian. Mm. You know, which was very cool that he cut off Zod's fingerprints so he could get access to the Kryptonian technology. I thought that was a cool little yeah. contrivance. Yeah. And then create creates Doomsday. By splicing Zod's DNA with his own. Right. Which is cool. And then so now now you know, he says, you know, if if man won't kill God, the, the devil, devil will, do, will it. do it. <laughs> Which is cool. And then um, so basically Welcome to Facebook. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> now yeah, but we, we talked about that. Um, yeah, definitely just the next the next evolution of Mark Zuckerberg from the social network. Now um, the the whole thing with Doomsday, I wasn't quite a fan with. 
was everything that hurt him, he evolved instantaneously. But now that's from the comics. Though. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like like that was, that was the whole thing is Doomsday yeah. was created in the comics by essentially being killed over and over again. Now, so being would, killed over and over again, yeah. yes. Oh, but you're saying during the course of a battle. But like during the course of a battle. The gathering getting, of energy, that is new. I haven't seen that before. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. whole energy explosion thing was weird to me. Yeah. yeah and that, totally I, overpowered. Yeah. He could just destroy everything For who he is. Okay. Like, really. He's just supposed to be a brute that can't die. He's supposed to be the brute Superman. Yeah. Is all he's supposed to be. But I just instantaneously upgrading and evolving and just weird. Yeah. Now, obviously like it was very cool at that moment where uh like so Batman, you know, is flying in on the bat plane, which that was totally reminiscent of me to 89 Batman. Where like where he crashes in front of the church, you know? Oh that, that yeah, he's just stuck there for a second. He flew in to out. steal Doomsday's balloon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I just I love that moment, you know. And uh, apparently Ben Affleck, because that's the only line of like you know cursing. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a PG thirteen in that regard. And, and apparently he he, he lived that. Felt that that was necessary. Which, which at was that point. It, it was very fitting for that right. moment. Um, and the, so Doomsday is about to kill him. And who do we get? Wonder Woman saves Wonder the day. Woman jumps in. Okay, so let's take a moment to talk about her appearance throughout this film. What'd you guys think? Gal Gadot, how'd she do? She had about a dozen lines, maybe. Yeah. All most of them very brief lines. Mm-hmm. And she delivered all of them well except for one. I don't remember what it was. It was right before they engaged Doomsday for the first time. Oh, you could okay. clearly tell she was she had a blue screen behind her. There were special effects yeah. happening around her. And I forgot what the line was. It was a small one, but she delivered it horribly. Mm. I'm hoping that it was just simply they were so concerned about making the special effects shot was set up right. They didn't it bother. was probably something like yeah. that. But when she was actually at that museum looking at that fake sword and, fake sword and talking to Bruce, I thought she delivered those lines well. Yeah. I mean, not, yeah. not Oscar worthy material, but I'm like, wow, she's outside of Fast and Furious. She actually can deliver lines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she she did. Very well. She's going to do fine as Wonder Woman. Anybody who was freaking out over her look, mm-hmm. just cool it. Let her let her act. Yeah, and don't be a chauvinist piglet. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was fun, like just how throughout the film she she had so many different outfits, but she always had like the gold band or t- some type of gold you know bracelet like as part of like her her dress or whatever yeah like they they really incorporated that well just kind of setting her up with the different colors and stuff too um but yeah I, I thought she was very cool and obviously especially when it got to the action like they really gave her like it was it was very cool the way that she attacked like she was just like vicious warrior goes for yes it. i have a sword i have a shield and i'm coming after you <laughs> big gray monster and i've got a lasso yeah and then eventually the lasso busts out which was yeah. very cool um, uh, was she overpowered though because she took a beating mm-hmm. and a pummeling being thrown through buildings and through rubble not even a scratch and i believe superman didn't he draw some blood a little bit uh, no, he out? never did. O- only uh, what Batman scratched on his face with yeah, the kryptonite, with the spear, kryptonite but spear. No, he right. never. That, I kept waiting yeah. for that too. I was like, "Oh, he's been hit by so much kryptonite. 
maybe he'll start bleeding, but he never really did. Yeah, there was one point where I thought like he had he was kind of face down mm-hmm. and yeah. just a slow you shot. You thought it would drip out or you something. You thought yeah. it'd be a bloody <laughs> nose or something, but yeah. But no, I, I I don't think she was overpowered because essentially, like in the DC universe, it's it's the Trinity. You know, they talk yeah. about yeah. The, you have Batman, you have Superman, and you have Wonder Woman, and she's basically on par with Superman in terms of like invulnerability and like just power she's she's power from the, the gods, justice league has been a rotating roster and those three have always been there yeah yeah and, but like that's that, that's her point is she is like just so tough and strong she's not just she's not xena warrior princess she's not a human yeah that has ex- exceptional skills she is essentially a mm-hmm. goddess on some level created by the gods at least depending on what origin they're going with these yeah. days we'll see what they do with the movie <laughs> i'm told there have been some changes over who her dad is and that yeah sort of thing. yeah but 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 no I, I i think that's what made her so cool you're like whoa wonder woman can go like wonder woman can do this and i just you know I, she had like good like warrior cries and grunts like you know you just felt the intensity as she was going after yeah. him. so i thought that was pretty neat and um but yeah i mean I, it made me excited for her movie because i was totally unsure going in i was like this could be cool, especially that they are referencing her having been around since World War II or before. World War One, yeah, War because I. that's where the movie is originally set. Okay. The next movie. Yeah, so that's neat. Yeah, I, I thought that, that you know, the Don't be shy. Just no, keep no, talking. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> uh, the, the, her original origin was World War Two. Yeah. They wanted to have her be in a conflict that has her becoming disillusioned with mankind. In World War Two, there were clear villains. Hitler, hmm, Mussolini. Right. So they decided to move it back to World War One, a war where everybody was just kind of fighting over resources. There really were no heroes or villains. It was just a mess. And that would lead to her basically being in exile and being the and lone wolf that she's giving been. up on humanity, and as she referenced lone, yeah. in the movie. Okay. So, but like I said, I, I do feel that using Doomsday in this film... It was a great way to bring them all together because that was the cool thing is mm-hmm. you did see them actually team up. We needed all three of them. I think that's what they realized at the end of that fight. Yeah, essentially if, Batman running around and being, oh, you can't catch me. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like if they had not the three of them been there, it couldn't have, it couldn't have ended. Doomsday would have won. Like one of them could not have beat him. Right, and I'm, I'm kind of glad they stuck with some of the Dark Knight Returns stuff where Superman gets nuked. Yes, that up in space, up yeah. in being space. deformed. I forgot about that until it happened in the movie. That was awesome. Like, Gosh, that is totally Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, like as soon as they started talking about the nukes, I was like, "Oh, they're going for it." Yeah, well, it was interesting too. I mean, it also shows the you look. Superman's power. We know he cannot be killed by a nuke at this point yeah. if the sun is still around. You know, right? <laughs> so you're like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Uh, but yeah, then. Obviously, you know, last moment, Superman picks up the spear. It's depowering him. I loved how he could, like, cord- like skittery He was stuttering yeah, as was he was so flying. Cool. And then he finally, you know, stabs it through. And then Doomsday stabs him. But he's not... He's not close enough to Doomsday, so he pulls him, oh. pulls Doomsday Spike and more into jabs him, himself, so he can get closer. Like that was cloud cool. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that was like the only cool Superman moment for me so far. And that's where where he sacrifices himself and apparently shows the world that he was here to help from the start. Right. He wasn't perfect, but his heart was in the right place. Now, now, maybe not in that after that. What comes after that? Physically. I don't know that that was supposed to be the justification essentially for now the Justice League needs to form. 
Batman well, is changed by this now, experience. Well, at the same time, he's had his weird visions with Dark Side and mm-hmm. the demons and everything. And then he goes to talk to Lex in prison. That's true, yes. And the bell has been rung. The bell has been rung and it cannot be unrung. Yeah. They are coming. Mm-hmm. Also, Luke, Lex gets his head shaved. So we get yes. bald Lex. So yes, there you we go. get bald Lex. <laughs> Finally. Which looked like Jesse Eisenberg really going for it, really getting his head shaved in, in, initially. Yeah. Like it looked like they really did it. Kind of like Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta, where she really got her head shaved. You know, that, that's cool. I, I was thinking more Britney Spears, what, 2012, <laughs> 11, somewhere uh, right there. 2007. Not yeah. Sigourney Weaver, Alien 3. I feel sad 3. for knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, so, yeah. So, I mean, so now we get the full-on setup, yes. The Justice League does need to exist uh, because there's a bigger threat coming. And uh, if Lex knows all of this, like, we, they need to figure out how they can extract that info also because... Uh, what did he? What else did he do that wasn't shown while on that ship? Mm-hmm. Because if it were something where he sent the beacon out from the ship or whatever, like yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like it's it, that is definitely very muddy. But obviously, they want to reveal it later. It's like Lex is still around. He's gonna get broken out of prison. He's probably gonna obviously. be the ambassador yeah. for Dark Side, whatever. But the thing, this is the line that I did not appreciate. It did not make sense for me, or it did not feel earned, which is Batman, well, okay, now Bruce Wayne, Diana Prince, Wonder Woman, whatever. They're at the gravesite for Clark Kent. There's the, the dueling funeral scene. Yeah. The, the, there's the, the, you know, they say they, could o- they only know, the government only knows how to honor him as a warrior. There's an empty casket in Washington. Yes. You know? But... The, the line that Bruce Wayne says, like, you know, like Wonder Woman's surprise that he says, basically, we're going to have to find other people like us and they will fight. She's like, why do you say they will fight? Oh, I just have a feeling, you know, because of his vision. But he says, and I'm assuming he's talking about Superman. I failed him in life. Did you hear that line? Yes. I, I failed I, him in life. Saying? I will not fail him in death. It sounds like. He feels like responsible for Superman's death and that he felt like he was a friend all of a sudden in that short, like, you know, uh, 10 minutes they were battling together. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, you guys barely know each other. And yeah. I counted. They only met in this film three times. Yeah. The first time out of costume. Mm-hmm. At the what, party. Two minutes. What? Tops? Yeah. And then the little confrontation at the Batmobile. And then their 10-minute fight. Which I, I don't mean to sound spoiled, but I, it was so good. I wish it was a little longer. Yeah, yeah it was very cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but and so for him to suddenly pretend that they're lifelong friends and that they've got this life debt or yeah thing or bobber. I, I don't know if it was more we're friends. It's more of granted there was the line I'm a friend of your of your sons. Yeah, and he's, the she's cape like, gave it away. Oh, <laughs> I, I guess by the cape. Yeah. By the way, I appreciated that so much. There's like. There's maybe like five instances of levity in yes. this film. And I that so was definitely needed one of that. Them. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, thank you. I could full, breathe for a full second. Full credit for having the levity come in in a way that doesn't hurt the movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely needed. <laughs> but I think it's more Batman had spent two years just figuring out and believing this guy to be the worst thing in the world. And he came to realize he wasn't. Mm-hmm. 
So his only way to honor that and to make up for that is to, like, do what he can to protect the world. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see that. It's just, it, it was not, it didn't make sense the way he said it. <laughs> like, yeah. He's really, he's, but maybe it's just like Bruce Wayne doesn't have a lot of friends. He's like, here's, here's my buddy. I don't have a lot of people that understand me. So I'll take what I can get, however long I know somebody before they die. But, I mean, yeah. Now, um, I don't know. Also, the ending with the casket shaking and just barely seeing the, the dirt the, rise up. Yeah. That was very X-Men Last Stand. Yes, I thought that piece. exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. And only go- full credit for not suddenly having the blasting music and Brett Ratner's <laughs> name suddenly hitting you. Oh. But then, yeah, so that, that was that was kind of uh, whatever. I, we all know he's not dead. We already saw him come back to life. I'll bet you there was a debate behind the scenes of should we have any type of sign of life there or should we just let it be? Do, are we afraid people are going to walk out and feel bad from the down ending? Do we need to give a little bit of hope? I don't think anybody cared enough about Superman to care about his death. That's the I, only part. Hmm, I thought it was cool. I, I, I respected him, but I wasn't heartbroken that he was dead. I was right. like, if they didn't do another Superman movie, I wouldn't mind. At the end of this. And, and that's all agreeable. Um, I was reading an interview today with uh, Zack Snyder. He was given a little more details on his discussions with Christopher Nolan as to whether or not they were going to kill off Superman. Hmm. Like, Zack Snyder wanted him off the table at the end of this movie. Wow. Like, he, one way or another, he wanted him out of the picture. Which makes sense, because Justice League, you have to believe... That they and need, they need that wh- group of people. What they wanted was yeah. they wanted Batman to be the one to initiate collecting all these super people, yeah. because I mean, if you have Superman also standing around and being there, and Batman's running around going, "Hey, you want to join the Justice League?" and they're like, "Like, Superman should be the one doing this. Like, he's the leader, kind of thing." Well, I, I think more so, Superman. You don't need me. You've already got. Yeah, like, Superman could do everything. We don't. We what? What do you need us for? Yeah. And so Christopher Nolan was initially against killing off Superman. Really? So he kind of played devil's advocate with Mm -hmm. them for a while and walked them through the thinking on it, which thankfully somebody did, (laughs) because this is Zack Snyder. But uh, it, it came down to Christopher Nolan agreeing, yes, this is the right action. We need to get him off the table. And they've kind of given the theme of the Justice League Part 1 as kind of seven samurai is what they're teasing mm-hmm. this as. Right. That's what I've been hearing, yeah. And the other alternate ending was they were going to f- have Superman end up frozen and then shot off into space. <laughs> so I that, did not hear that. That <laughs> is This is fresh stuff. Wow. Hot off hot off the kitchen stove, but that was that was uh, one of the potential endings for it. So that he'd be off floating in space out of the off the planet, that and sounds, it would that be... That sounds like something they'd do for Howard Hughes, not Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Walt Disney. Yeah. yeah but I, so, so this is like, you know, in the end, like, it was an interesting movie with a, cool, a few cool scenes, but I, as a film unto itself, I think it really does fail. Like, it's not a movie I would want to go back and watch again very much. Like, I would want to watch an edited version that cuts out all the world building. And just gives us a much more linear story <sighs> that, that is not dealing with any of the other stuff. And just at the end, Wonder Woman and Batman can make that comment and just leave it there. You know, like, like I, I don't know. Like, it just, it didn't, 
it didn't feel cohesive. Avengers, Joss Whedon did it. He like gave every character yeah. Yeah. like their moment. He gave everybody like you felt equal with everybody. In this one, it's very uneven, and I just I don't know. It just it didn't. It wasn't enjoyable to watch in a way. I I kind of could have seen the whole. Well, I I'm torn because the way. Batman reaches out to Wonder Woman is essentially he figures out he finds he decrypts it and finds the picture. Right. And he realizes, oh, this isn't a picture you want. This is a picture of you. Yeah. And of course, he's going to send those files to her Mm -hmm. because he's going to fight Superman. And if he does not survive, somebody needs this. So, I mean, it was kind of contingency plan in a way. And boys could share, too, by the way. Yeah, and boys <laughs> can share. Yeah. That was pretty funny. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, it, I, but I think the peak at the videos in the file, at the very least, should have been saved as a post-credit scene. Yeah, because yes. they took me out of the movie. They really did. Mm-hmm. Now, and, I, I don't remember. Was that... It was Wonder Woman who went clicking through them all, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she watched it. It was just the photo that Batman pulled up of her. Yeah. And then realized, what? You know, but like, but I guess like overall, this movie felt to me like they should have been releasing like 15 minute videos online leading up to Justice League. That's what this movie felt like to me. Like kind of like the Marvel machine yeah. with the Ant-Man and the news clips. Yeah, just and give us... Yeah. Fake and, interviews and, and the with one shots. Scott Lang and the one-shots. They need to bring those back. They're yeah. talking about it. I hope they bring up They're, that The yeah. Russos are talking about it. Yeah. Hail using, to the King is probably my favorite one-shot. Oh, shot. that's great. Yeah. And using YouTube as their way of distributing it rather than DVDs and Blu-rays. I don't mind them keeping it on the DVDs and Blu-rays, but if they have YouTube in tandem... Yeah, you know what I mean. Having a physical copy isn't the worst thing in the world. But no, I mean just add it on. But yeah, definitely. Absolutely in tandem, have it on YouTube. But those those are little things that it would have been good if maybe that could have been like the on the Batman v Superman website mm-hmm. or even like the Justice League website. Right. That like they can tease leading up to the movie, and here are the clips. Yeah. Of oh, here's. You want to see Aquaman? We're going to log into the LexCorp files and boom, here's the cyborg video or Aquaman or the Flash and just kind of virally tease them rather than in-universe tease them. Yeah. Now, I I understand what they're doing. They're saying, look, most people are not going to go online. Most people are not going to find the YouTube videos of this. Most people are going to see this movie and then eventually go see Justice League. So they need to remember, oh, yeah, I saw those people before in that Batman v Superman movie. But, yeah, again, just at the detriment of uh, an actual story, I, I felt that it just did not. It, it just interrupted so much that. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm thinking about the Blu-ray. You know, like am I, when I buy this Blu-ray, you know, like <laughs> is it really gonna be something I pop in very often? Like is it something yeah. I want to see, or am I just gonna skip around to the cool scenes and <laughs> leave it at that? You know. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It there was it just the pacing and editing just needed mm-hmm. needed somebody. Other than Zack Snyder. To when be when I heard there was a 30-minute cut, extra cut, I was like, I totally believe that. The way oh, yeah. I, I could tell some things had been unnecessarily tightened here and there. 
Well, and that whole like two, three minute trip back to Kansas where he's standing there with his mother. Like, why are you in your Superman outfit talking to your mom on the front lawn? Well, it's Kansas <laughs> and nobody's within a couple miles. I that actually, that happens a bunch in the comics. There's an iconic shot of him. He's clearly got the Superman outfit on. He's wearing his uh, uh, white shirt from being a journalist. Uh-huh. And he's having a beer with his dad hanging out, arms over the fence. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it, so it's not weird. totally unheard of. It, yes, it is a little bit of a jarring picture, but it is part of the mythology. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, Batman v Superman. There it is. You guys can let us know what you thought of the film. You can tweet at us. You know, at SQPod. We'd love to hear it. Uh, know, can I can I add one thing? Yeah, though? add it on there. Yeah, uh, a lot of films struggle to uh, keep momentum all the way to the third act. Typically, mm-hmm. they lose steam and it gets boring. The third act in this film, like it keeps that is true. Yeah, that's I have to huge props for that. It is hard to do that. They did it. They they delivered an amazing third act. The death of Superman storyline. I mean, it it wasn't done perfectly, but for me, you know, I don't want to say I was going to cry, but that it definitely works. The uh, the if you want to see a monument to Superman, look around you. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, it got me in the feels. <laughs> well, now, I, I will say the one thing they did correct for Man of Steel, and I know they put it in there on purpose, is Batman says, when they're saying, Why'd you, why are you leading him back to Gotham? That pier is abandoned. So, like, he was very clear, there are no people around here. Right. We're having a big a fight where nobody's going to die. They, they felt it was very telegraphed. Oh, really? Over and over <laughs> again. That island where Doomsday and Superman landed, oh, oh it's abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> At least three times I heard that yeah. in the movie. They didn't want to hear it after the fact, though. That's why. They didn't want to hear everybody whining again about all the collateral damage. So, okay. Uh, Although I thought thought Man of Steel was a little bit sensitive to that. Clearly, with all the destruction going on, you saw the horror and people being trapped in the rubble. I thought that did come across that this was, you know, a horrible thing. Yeah, but but I still, I I will just say overall, um, the one thing I still have a feeling with Superman, we have not seen him personally address the destruction he caused anywhere and we don't know how did metropolis get rebuilt we don't there's just a lot of like stuff here like no. the super bowl happened. commercial covered that <laughs> yeah the oh, super really? bowl silly yeah. oh i totally silly, but that what it said well no that was the turkish airlines super yeah. bowl commercials which <laughs> if you didn't catch it wonder woman was right, boarding turkish a turkish airlines. airline yeah i did see that but but okay so but i guess i just feel like that's something that that should have been like really a bigger part of the discussion about Superman's, you know, his threat to the world. And what did he do to make good on that? Or did he? And it sounds like he didn't. So, like, it, it does make him kind of villainous in my mind. But even at the end of Man of Steel, they jump ahead a year, six months, whatever. And now he's working at the Daily Planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm the guy who destroyed this place. Oh, I'm just here undercover, though. Like, give me a job. Like, they, they just hop right over it. Like, to me, that's crazy. <sighs> yeah. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> there have been so many SNL skits devoted to how ridiculous it is that those glasses throw everybody off. <laughs> this is well, true. But at the same time, he himself did a live video. Like he went and walked around oh, yeah, yeah. Times Square in a Superman <laughs> shirt as Henry Cavill. Yeah. And he only had like one or two people ask, can we take a picture with you? You're Henry Cavill. You're Superman. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. So, wow. so I, did, I didn't piece it together that way. I mean, I heard that story, but I didn't think of it that way. We are all living such fast lives. It's really easy to, 
somebody can just ever so slightly change their appearance. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you, it's easy to miss things, and even that may not may not be enough. As but at the same time, story. you're you're not going to be looking for Superman walking around the streets yeah, like he, he flies. And apparently Aquaman can fly like Superman, creating sonic booms underwater. <laughs> that was an interesting thing yeah. in that clip. Well, so let me ask this now, I guess as a closer then. Of all the movies that were set up then, because that was the whole point of mm-hmm. this movie, was we're going to set up a bunch of solo films that are on their way. Which one? I'm going to say outside of Batman. I think we're all looking forward to Oh, that was Batman. my pick. <laughs> of, the, of the other characters, what are you most looking forward to? Which, which of them do you think has it? Colton, that, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and say the Wonder Woman movie. The Hollywood, I don't mean to sound all sanctimonious, but you know, Hollywood sometimes struggles giving good, strong roles to women, and I'm, I'm hoping that they can uh, kind of end that actually give us a decent film that is led by a woman who's not only powerful, but uh, well-spoken and all the above. I'm actually interested in seeing what Ezra Miller will bring to The Flash. Because I am an avid and rabid Flash fan on the CW. And I can't wait to watch. And by by the time this airs, I will have watched... The Flash and Supergirl meet up on TV on different networks. <laughs> Which is crazy. CBS owns both networks. That's True. Possible, but, <laughs> but still, it is a big deal because they didn't plan at the beginning of the season. No. They had to negotiate for a while. Yeah, that, that's very unprecedented. I will say for me, um, I have the most confidence in the Wonder Woman movie. But I am the most curious about the Flash movie because I was so put off. Like, who is this guy? The guy looks dumb. Like, he looks stupid. And I want to see him make me a believer in his Flash. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just, just from a, I don't, and I know it's so, so superficial and to be like, wow, this guy really doesn't look like a hero. But, like, I want to see what they do with it then. I want to see what his arc is and how they develop that character. My first thought was, whoa, ghetto Flash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was really weird looking. So, yeah, I, I, I will look forward to, to the Flash. Which is coming out first? Is it Wonder Woman? Because that's oh, in production, man. right? Wonder, yeah. Wonder, Wonder Woman 2017. I know that yeah. for certain. Yeah. You've got, I think that's the next DC movie out. Okay. Uh, after Suicide Squad? Right, after Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which, Which okay, Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's in the same universe. What destruction are they going into? I was watching that trailer thinking, where are they sending these guys? Mm-hmm. What has inhabited the Earth, apparently, in where I, I, whatever I thought, city? I thought, based on the destruction, I thought... You know, because we saw in trailers Doomsday was going to be in Batman v Superman. I was like, does Doomsday survive? And does the Suicide Squad have to go after him? And we know that's not the case. And now I'm left wondering what on earth are they going to be chasing now? Right. That's the only thing I'm missing in that movie is what they are doing. Yeah. Like, I understand they're a bunch of bad guys. The worst of the worst. (laughs) Getting together and teaming up. But why? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, what's the purpose going to be? Honestly, like when I walked out of the theater, I pointed the poster out to my nieces because they had the, the trailer play before the film. Yeah. But I pointed the Suicide Squad poster. I'm like, that's the movie I'm most looking forward to this that year. That was a great trailer. It just looks like more fun than anything else that's mm-hmm. coming out. And it's new and it's fresh. It's, yes, all the others are kind of continuations. Of, but like this is like something just 
it, it it's going to be ridiculous probably on some level, but I think it's going to be ultra cool also. And so. also, where does it fall into the timeline? Yeah, where does it fit? You're Is right. this pre-Batman v Superman? Is it post? Because it's going to have Batman jumping on Joker's car. And well, I, I, I've heard that's a flashback within Suicide oh, Squad. Okay. And I'm sure there's going to be a ton of flashbacks because they have to set up seven bad guys <laughs> origins. Yeah. Well, and they did give us, again, I'm curious to see if this plays out in any way. This is how I wish they would have done world building, was just when Bruce Wayne is in the Batcave, he has his glass case with what looks like an old Batman costume. I, no, no, no. Is no. it a Robin costume? It's a Robin. Yeah, okay. it Cause, is. Because I, I heard that, that It's online. got the very stylized R on yes. it. Okay, mm-hmm. then I missed that. Because I, I, I didn't... Chances I remember are it was Jason Todd. Yeah, okay. Very, very close. So to me, like that was very cool because like, okay, there's a history here. It's obviously from the Joker. And does that play into Suicide Squad? Does that play into a future film? Like, where are we going to see that? Like, to me, that's a much, much more interesting way to do it. And it, it gives you enough questions to ponder after the fact. It doesn't throw a bunch of stuff at if you. If the, the rest of the, the world building had been that subtle, yeah, yeah, or, or at least close to being that subtle, mm-hmm. it might have worked out better. And I want to point out, despite the issues with the world building, still wasn't as bad as what they did with Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> that is world building on steroids gone horribly or, wrong. Or <laughs> Spider-Man 3. Uh, that is that is technically world building wasn't the problem with that movie, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> emo Spider Man dancing that was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, um, but this was definitely not bat nipples. I will say oh. that. Yes, that that's part of the reason why I have to check my excitement at the doors because. As an 11-year-old, I was fooled by Batman and Robin. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Batman, and he's in the movies, and we don't have a lot of superhero movies these days. Oh, it's automatically great. And then I see it again a few years later on cable, and I'm just, I was livid. I, yeah. was, I was about 14 or 15, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. They actually hawked this stuff on the public. Yeah. I was furious, and my standards went up, and I've tried to keep them up ever since. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, looking forward to Suicide Squad. It's going to be new and fresh, although... You can't help but notice, based on the subject matter and the release date, they are clearly trying to duplicate the success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh yeah. Isn't that that fair to say? Definitely. Uh, Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) But but still, new and fresh still definitely applies. Well, I think that's it. Any last words? Consider that mercy. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually hope one of these days they do have another Batman and Superman movie that just... Maybe not Batman v Superman, but just it focuses on the two of them. Maybe Probably more of a world's finest type feel down the road. I hope they don't shy away from that. That'd be pretty cool. Interesting thought, yeah. Well, I do hope they do a lot more team-up movies. I think that's just inevitable now, yeah. That's that's what's to come, so. Rather Thor. rather than the big, with every character, everyone together, yeah. just smaller yeah. team-ups will go a lot further. Absolutely. Because you can do a lot more with that. They might be testing that out with Thor Ragnarok. Hulk's going to be oh, a big definitely. part of that movie. Definitely. All right, well, thank you all for joining us on this week's Sequel Quest Sequel Chat. Thank you, Colton, for joining us. Always a pleasure. Well, it's the first time, but I hope it will always be a pleasure. (laughs) And we'll definitely uh, try to keep you in the loop and see if we can get you around for some more of these. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Until next week, we are Sequel Quest. We thank you for joining us for this episode of Sequel Quest P.O.D. We hope you'll return next time when we discuss another film that never was. For more made-up movie fun, visit SequelQuestPod.com to see the schedule of films to be discussed in upcoming episodes, fan art submissions, and more. 
Follow us on Twitter at SQPod and share your ideas on our Facebook page. The films and characters discussed on Sequel Quest POD are the property of their respective studios and license holders. No copyright infringement is intended.